episode 136 weighing in with travis hartman i am b money the producer that over there is the talent weekend trav nice hat big news by the way for the podcast we have another big time interview coming this weekend uh, we'll try to drop that as soon as possible we have one platinum mike perry on the show weekend trav good job securing another big time interview Man, I think I'm what you know what I'm trying to do is be money. I'm trying to live up to the name you've been giving me on the lead in with the talent. The talent. So You're getting the I'm top trying. guys. You're getting the top guys in the boxing realm when it comes to Terrence Crawford. Now you got the top guy in the bare knuckle boxing realm, one Mike Perry. So kudos to you. And we will talk about uh what might be one of his opponents here later on in the show. Uh, we shall see about that one. But we need to lead in first and foremost with one of the baddest men on the planet still one Canelo Alvarez who took down Jermel Charlo in pretty seamless fashion. What'd you think about that one weekend draft? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think I don't want to say that Canelo's back because I was never on the train that he was gone after one loss, but I do think he looked much better. Um, all bet against the guy who was technically smaller but if you've seen him next to each other he wasn't charlo was bigger than canelo everybody wants to talk about the weight difference with canelo and jamel charlo and the only difference is that canelo has the balls to go up from turning pro at 140 pounds going all up to 175 now he's back at 168 where this fight happened canelo is the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world he owns all four belts jermel charlo was the was the undisputed champ at 154 which is light middleweight he leapfrogged two weight classes to go fight canelo um and honestly he had nothing to lose jermel charlo but he did not fight that way do you know what I mean? Like mm. the guy had zero to lose. He's supposed to lose. He's supposed to be the quote unquote smaller guy. Um, all this other craziness out there. He's supposed to lose. So when you are supposed to lose, there's less stress on you. There's less worry on you. There's less pressure, but he didn't fight like that. So mm. I don't know. I think he laid an egg out there. I don't think he went out on his shield. I genuinely actually do think too, that Canelo Alvarez showed some humility and not putting Jermel out of the, out of his, out of his misery. Mm. I do think Canelo could have stopped him later on, but I feel like Canelo just let it once he knew he could beat him and dropped him like in the seventh or eighth, I think it was, mm. uh, I think Canelo just cruised. I don't think he actually put the pressure on because he was just like, you know what? I got the guy beat. I'm not going to put him out of his misery. I'm just going to win. And I think I read somewhere that was only the second time in Jermel's career. Definitely uh, fought tentatively. Uh, like you mentioned, didn't fight to win. Fought um, just out of caution, it seems like. Almost just happy to be there, right? Um, yeah. And I found it interesting after after the fight how your boy, Terrence Crawford, basically said he's no longer on the hit list. Not even worth it. Not even worth it at this point. Yeah, I think that's obviously some um, <clears throat> promoting marketing stuff because I think Crawford needs to fight him because he could beat him and win more titles at another weight yeah. class. Yeah, now obviously um, you mentioned sure. the fact that he's not not no longer undisputed only because one of the bells, belts he had to vacate uh, because of this one, this yeah. fight. Um, so not to say that he lost anything in that, he just had to vacate one of them. Yeah, and you know what? And and you're right about about Jamel. He even in the press press conference, he seemed to be super happy with going the distance. And I want to I want to give a distinction here. When I fought Terrence Crawford, 
I did not go in that fight wanting to go the distance. Okay. I went into that fight. I wanted to win and I laid it all on the line against Terrence Crawford and ended up going the distance with him. But I didn't go in that fight thinking, Hey, I want to go the distance and fought conservatively. I didn't ask Crawford because he dropped me in that fight as well. Um, so I went and I fought my butt off. I fought hard. And only 10 years later did I finally say, I'm pretty proud to go the distance with him. Mm. But Jamel Charlo right after this fight was just like, I mean, I went the distance with Canelo. I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, but you're a world champion, bro. You're undisputed world champion. You you go out on your shield. Like, that's what the fans want to see. That's what they deserve. Like, you went out and literally just was happy to exist. And mm. I'm not cool with that. I'm not. Like, he made a lot of money. He dared to be great. I'm going to give him credit for daring to be great, but he didn't fulfill it. He didn't follow through. Like, come on, Jamel. Like, you can fight. You are good. You're a world champion. You did more than I ever did. I'm not saying that. He did. But when he went out against Canelo, what happened, bro? Like, I know Canelo's good, but everybody that watched that fight, they know that Charlo just was happy to be there. Yeah. And how can you be a world champion B money and just be happy to be there? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know how that works out, but we can Trav, in in your eyes. Then now looking at Canelo Alvarez, obviously not done. Obviously has a lot more to go. Who do you see next in his path? Is it going to be the potential super fight him and Terrence Crawford stepping up? We keep throwing hearing that name thrown out there. Who do you think's next for Canelo Alvarez? Yeah. And listen, I love Terrence, obviously. Um, I do, but I don't think that's even on Canelo's radar. And to be mm-hmm. fair, it shouldn't be because Crawford is a 147 pounder. Yeah, okay. Big difference. I know that Crawford would take it for sure. And Canelo would too. It's not that he's scared, but it's just not even on his radar of big fights. I think a couple of years down the road, maybe, but Canelo's got some other things to some other um, scores to settle. You know, he wants his, he wants a rematch with Bivol, I believe right. who beat him. He's also got Benavidez out there at 168. Oh, yeah, There's a lot of amazing. other guys that Canelo could face. So honestly, I don't think Crawford's on his radar and that's fair. And it shouldn't be because I don't honestly, at this point, I don't want to see Canelo fight Crawford. I think Crawford would give him a good fight. Don't get me wrong. I do think so because he's quicker, faster, and moves a lot better than the rest of these guys. Canelo has been fighting, but I don't think it's on his radar. I don't. And that's fair. I think maybe in a couple of years, if they're both still there, I could see it, but I don't see Crawford Canelo happening in the next couple of years for sure. Well, we shall see what's next. I mean, we have about call it seven months till May, which he loves to fight around Cinco de Mayo. Does he have time to squeeze another one in between before that? Who knows? So we shall see what's next for Canelo Alvarez. Not even going to waste the time on what's next for Jamel, Jamel Charlo or even his brother for that matter. Cause like as Canelo Alvarez says, I don't care which one. They both look the same. They both move the same. I don't really care. I loved Canelo at the end of the fight, too. Canelo was like, they're like, who do you want to fight? Canelo was like, I'll fight anybody. He said, nobody beats this Canelo. I love that. And and I do. Nice. You You can have your sayings about Canelo all you want. Canelo does fight everybody. I don't care what anybody says. That guy fights everybody. Well, from one legit fighter that exudes confidence because he's deserved it to a group of guys that call themselves boxers that exude confidence as well. Weekend Trav, October 14th on DAZN. We have, I guess this is a co-main event. I don't know what it is. We have KSI taking on Tommy Fury as well as Logan Paul taking on Dylan Danis. 
maybe, or it might be the one Platinum Mike Perry, who is the fill-in for Dylan Dennis if he uh, uh, is a, a respectable scratch from this event. Uh, who knows what, what's going on with that. Uh, but Weekend Trav, that's, that's the lineup here coming up on the 14th that I think uh, most people are kind of paying attention to in the, in the coming days. What do you think about this one? I mean, they're they're billing it as two main events, not a main event and a co-main event. So it's whatever, okay. whatever. Um, but Tommy <laughs> Fury is fighting KSI, and it's kind of a fight that some people are paying attention to because obviously Tommy Fury just beat Jake Paul. Jake Paul and KSI have been going back and forth because KSI already fought Logan and beat Logan. So the next big thing would be, yes, the winner of Tommy Fury versus KSI maybe fights Jake Paul. But I can see B-Money's face already. I'm spending too much time on that already, and I agree. And Logan Paul's fighting Dylan Dennis. The only reason we're bringing this up is because we love Mike Perry, and we hope Mike Perry goes on and gets to fight that fight and knocks out Logan Paul. Absolutely. That'd be Let's a big go. money fight. That's a big money fight. So hopefully that's that's the case. But, I mean, I, I can't think that this guy, Dylan Dennis, which, once again, I don't even know who the hell this guy is. Uh, he can't be dumb enough to walk away from this. I mean, he's not going to fumble this bag, is he? Like, no way. Like, no way. Like, no way he does this. But you know what? If he does, good for Mike. Mike gets to another, you know, crack at another small fortune. Good for him. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I wouldn't mind it, but I don't – is Dylan Dennis that stupid that he would leave this fight? I hope I don't know, he's not. I don't know enough about the guy in order to be, uh, you know, you. say one thing or another, but all I know is this, is that we will have – hopefully, I think that's the way our schedules are patterned, to have Mike Perry in studio this weekend to record – have the interview. We'll post that as soon as we have it. Uh, weekend, Trav. Let's shift gears here to round three, and round three being the heavyweight champ of the world. That's one Tyson Fury. Oh my gosh, could it actually be that this mega heavyweight fight we've been talking about by the end of the year is coming to fruition? As we see Tyson Fury signed to fight Alexander Usyk here at the end of the year in December. Yeah, they say they say that both both have confirmed it that Usyk has confirmed December 23rd. Tyson Fury has also um confirmed December 23rd. It's a super fight. It is. It's for all four belts which Tyson Fury previously owned and only lost them because he was inactive. So technically, nobody ever beat Tyson Fury to win those belts, but he does not own them. Um Usyk owns 3 of the four major titles. Tyson Fury only has one Uno. So it's a great fight. It's a fight that needs to happen in the heavyweight division. It's a fight B Money has been criticizing for a little while. And now it's supposed to happen. So that's good news for the heavyweight division. But I think that what we're kind of glossing over, though, is the fact that Tyson Fury is fighting Francis Ngannou oh, yeah. in October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the turnaround on this fight is a little disrespectful. To Nganu. So well, I hope nothing bad happens where Tyson Fury takes Nganu too lightly. That's so that's the only how Nganu has a chance is if Tyson Fury comes into this boxing match, like I mean 400 pounds and just completely out of shape, completely overlooked him. That is the only how that Nganu even has a five percent chance. 
Yeah, it there's is. Always, and I'm not trying to disrespect Nganu. No, there's honest. always a, there's always a puncher's chance, but you can't take somebody with multidiscipline and bring them into some solo discipline like pugilism and, and expect there to be a different outcome. We've seen it time and time again. If you have the best of the best fighting, what is one of the best in the MMA world? A bo- best boxer taking on the best MMA guy. The best boxer is going to win a boxing match ten times out of ten. I'll I'll, get, I'll, I'll say ninety nine times out of a hundred. That one time out of 100, it's going to be some lucky chip shot, and boom, before you know it, the whole world is upside down, and our big heavyweight title fight for all the belts is screwed up because of that. So we shall see. I mean, weirder things have happened, but all I know is that in the rest of the division, we're seeing fights cancel left and right week in Trav. We just also saw Anthony Joshua and and um, um, Deontay Wilder get scrapped as well, and they were supposed to fight possibly January, February, and that's now not happening, it looks like. So... I don't know. I don't know what to say about this heavyweight division anymore. We can travel. That hasn't been said by us here on this program. Uh, so we shall see what happens. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, um, it's who knows it's set to, it's set to happen. I mean, fights, you know, fall through all the time when we've said it, you say it all the time. You're like, you know what? I'll believe it when they walk in the ring and you're not wrong. There's a lot of professional boxing matches where that stuff happens. Um, but I think what, um, is cool is that, I want to go back to the podcast where I told everybody that 2023 was going to be the best year of boxing. And I think it has been, wow. and we still have some fights happening. Be money. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out and say it again. I think in the last 20 plus years, this is the best year of boxing that we've ever had in that time frame. I'm saying it. And and now we still, by the way, Ryan Garcia just announced that he's going to fight before the end of the year as well. I know that we have Tank Davis in negotiations to fight, possibly Keith Thurman T from a Lopez. So there's a bunch of fights that still haven't even happened yet, plus the heavyweight fight. I'm telling you right now, I'm going on record, and I will break it down for everybody um, at the end of the year why this was the best year of boxing with blockbuster fights, fights that mattered. And I'm, tr- I'm going to try my best not to mention Jake Paul in that cornerstone of great fights is actual great boxing matches happened this year no disrespect to jake paul but i'm just being honest actual real boxing oh, yeah happened i mean what what fight the best what fight could you even put of his in that list for this year yeah well this year i mean you couldn't i mean the, even though he he fought tommy fury in, in a, a real boxing match he lost but that wasn't a great fight even no. the Nate Diaz fight wasn't a great fight. So I wouldn't put them up there. So you're right. No. Um, I mean, the knockout of Tyron Woodley was in 2022, I believe. Yeah. So I long say time that. ago. That's, so, yeah. That's in the annals of history. The annals of history. Annals By the way, of... I hope everybody likes our hats. That's right. That's right. That's an Oktoberfest. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to refer to this as because it doesn't really even. This is the largest one they had, and does it still doesn't fit my head and all my hair? It's because you have the thick set of hair. Yes, but this was uh our our Oktoberfest fair from the Oktoberfest fair. And I think maybe your head's getting so big because our podcast is blowing up. So all the hundreds of people that follow this and hear your words, they're hearing you say that to this year, 2000 or sorry, 2023 is the best year in the past 20 years of boxing. All you for that are listening, subscribing, comment below, tell us, tell him where he's wrong or where he's right. I want to hear everyone's points of view here. Is this the best year boxing has seen over the last 20 years? That's a big claim by weekend trap, but we want to hear it. We want to hear your comments and your feedback. Weekend, Trav, final thoughts, throwing it over to you. 
Come at me. Tell me a better year overall of boxing that's happened because you can't. You can pretend like, oh, yeah, well, Hagler Hearns, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, guess what? That happened like once in that year. So you can't tell me. I'm talking about overall body of work. So tell me the overall body of work in an entire year, better fights that happened than 2023. And I said at the beginning of the year, this was the Michael Jordan year for boxing. And guess what? Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Nobody else is the GOAT. That's true. Boxing is the GOAT this year. Boxing has delivered this year. Our podcast has delivered this year. We have delivered this year. Boxing, I'm a broken record, but I'm going to say it again, is amazing and it's hitting on all cylinders. And God bless boxing. There you go. You've heard it from the man, myth, and well, soon to be legend at some point uh, over there. That is Weekend Trav. So uh, on behalf of Wayne and with Travis Harmon, episode 36, please do subscribe below, hit the thumb up, uh, like our content if you want to be notified next time we drop content such as an, another interview such as with Mike Perry or take a look at our old interviews we got Terrence Crawford on the list now crazy so why don't you take a look at that hit the bell icon to be notified of any uh future videos and my final comments are prost just like from Oktoberfest that over there is the talent weekend trap that there's B money aka producer aka the man the myth the real legend B money god bless god bless